Good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis and the early Aaron Moore. The early Aaron Moore? Uh-huh. Because I'm Sans Patty Fink. There we go. There we go. What? Our mics weren't on. Oh, hi. Hi. Yes, I am early because I am without, I am, I am thinkless. You're thinkless. I am thinkless. I hope Patty is okay. She's, she's okay. She's, she's just feeling a little under. So. So since we had one errand, we didn't need two, Patty. Yes. Whatever that means. Uh, it <laughs> doesn't need to mean anything. Okay. Uh, it is pledge drive here at KNON. We came real close to our goal, but we could use a couple of hundred dollars more uh, to make our goal. And uh, if you would like to make a pledge to KNON, you can either give us a call at 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Laurens are standing by. Yes, Laurens. No Jeremy's either today. No Jeremy's. He had to work today. Ah. Um, or you can go online to knon.org, hit the Pledge Now button, fill out the information. And it's just basic information, uh, name, address, uh, phone and uh, email address and then how you would like to pay for your donation. If you go online you can see our list of pledge premiums uh, and that makes that just that much easier. Yeah, a regular, some cool stuff. Yeah, I, I like our new t-shirt. It's the 40th anniversary t-shirt. It's a black t-shirt with red writing. Uh, it also comes in long sleeve and uh, white on black for a, um, a hoodie. However, we have some pledge premium tickets, Laron. We do. Uh, totally Tubular Festival with <laughs> Thomas Dolby, Thomas Twins, Tom Bailey, Modern English. I know that group. Um, you probably know, know I them, know, I too. I know all of them so far. Okay. Uh, Men Without Hats, yep. The Romantics, yep. uh, Bow Wow Wow, and the Plim Plimsolls. I know most of these. That. That sounds like a really cool I deal. mean, if they can wheel them out in their walkers, that would be a great show. <laughs> if you're if, if you're uh, 80s fans, you will love this. Um, they're going to be here, all, all of them, Tuesday on July 9th. The show is at 6 p.m., at the pavilion, um, the pavilion at the Toyota Music Factory, that's in Irving. We have one pair of tickets for $75. That's a steal. That, See that, all of those groups? That's a great, that is a great lineup. It really is. And I instantly have songs running through my head. <laughs> me too, I'm me like too. I'm like modern jukebox over here. <laughs> uh, so again, yeah, yeah, Totally Tubular Festival. That's on Tuesday, July 9th. For your 80s fans or 80s listeners out there, this is something you really should get. One pair of tickets for $75, but you got to call us to get this. 972 647 1893. I'm standing by. Yeah, because uh need to call because we only have one set of those tickets That's it. left. First yeah. come, first serve. And you had some tickets. Uh, I, do, I do. Thank you for the cue. Uh, comedian Michelle Wolf. Uh, with her show It's Great to Be Here is going to be here Thursday, May 16th at the House of Blues on Lamar. You ha we have one pair of tickets for a $75 pledge. 
or $115 will get you a pair of tickets and a t-shirt. Uh, Michelle Wolf is hysterical, if y'all haven't seen her. She is, she's really funny. Uh, it, it'll be a great date night to go if you want to take you and your love. Um, or just pick someone up on the way. <laughs> but it's, it's a, so one pair of tickets for 75 or $115 gets you that pair of tickets plus the t-shirt for Michelle Wolf. Again, 972-647-1893. Give us a call. Get either or both of a pair of these tickets. Yeah, um, 125 bucks. You get two great shows. Again, yeah. So uh, I'll be standing by. Call me. Uh, or go online if you don't want the tickets and are just making a pledge. Go online. It's fast and easy. You can do it while you're listening. Uh, org and hit the Pledge Now button. Can I talk about two more of your pledge items? Sure. Uh, one is the, the K-N-O-N 40th anniversary hoodie. And my K-N-O-N hoodie is one of my most beloved. There's a chill in the air things to grab and put on. It is a, it is a great, great thing to have handy and around the house. Now, this hoodie is a pullover hoodie. It is. Uh, yeah. My hoodie is a zip-up hoodie. Those are the kind of hoodies they like. The, those the, like those are not ups. inherently superior. I love my pullover hoodie. <laughs> I had to take the string out, though, but I love the I love the pullover hoodie. It's really, really warm and super, super nice. And these are soft. I might have to actually pledge to get another one. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was you have Mardi Gras beads, which is... Which is Near and dear to your heart. Yes. Why? Because well, one, I'm from the New Orleans area. I was born in Baton Rouge, but grew up in New Orleans. Both of which celebrate Mardi Gras. Um, and these are KNON 40th anniversary uh, commemorative beads from Mardi Gras, and you get two for a fifty dollar donation. So, if you want to celebrate Mardi Gras, you have until Tuesday is Fat Tuesday. So mm -hmm. we're in. Actually, this, today is my favorite day of Mardi Gras. The Sunday, the weekend before Mardi Gras, it has the best parades. Mm. Absolutely the best parades. It's Bacchus, it's Orpheus, and that means nothing to anybody unless you're from the area. Right. But those are the fun, big, marquee party parades and so much fun. Um, and then tomorrow is Lundi Gras, which is a little more serious and somber. They have kind of the more traditional... Um, you know, balls and royalty and kind of thing, parades. And then Tuesday is just no holds barred, whatever you want to do. <laughs> they right. start out the day with Endemion, and well, Zulu actually starts the day, um, and then they end it with Endemion. But so, yeah, if you want to have a little piece of Mardi Gras uh, in New Orleans, and today is the Oak Cliff Parade, uh, then you can get two two sets of beads, I don't know if you call a pair of beads, sets of beads, for a $50 donation. That's 972-647-1893. Or go online to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. Um, one reason that we love having Erin on is she is connected politically. You, yeah. wor you work for the county. I do. Uh, in a political position. I work for an elected official. And um, a very groovy elected official. <laughs> and you're a former president of Stonewall Democrats. Uh huh. And former vice president of the Texas Stonewall Democrats, a statewide organization. Former board member of the Human Rights Campaign. Current board member of the Victory Fund campaign board. Oh, Victory Fund. Didn't Anise, know. Anise Parker is stepping down. And I learned about that from you. I'm pretty perturbed they didn't let the boards know first, but. Thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's odd. Yeah. That, that 
I think somebody you, outside of the party you, would find out first. Did you publish an embargoed statement or something? Because because nobody else knew. <laughs> no, but I did publish it uh, as soon as uh, I got the email about it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a sad thing. She has done. Um, an exceptional job at turning around the organization, um, not only as an organizer herself, but as a multi-elected <laughs> uh, official. She, was she won nine elections. Nine elections, and never lost one that I'm aware of. Three for city council, three as city... Treasurer. Or con controller. Controller, yeah. And, and three mayor. mayor. Yeah. And she made history when she became mayor. She what? Made history. Yes, she did. Um, First... Uh, first openly LGBT mayor in the state of Texas. Yep. And one of the very first for a major city. Yep. Yep. And she's. she's and, and who declared her the winner of that race? Let me guess. You. Me. It's all about you, David. It, it was really very funny. I was sitting at a at the media table. Don't take that as an invitation. But go ahead. I was sitting at the <laughs> media table with somebody from the New York Times the Houston Chronicle and CNN mm -hmm. and you called it and so I'm talking to the person from the Houston Chronicle and I said where are their votes not in and he said the Montrose area I said well those are going to Anise and that was the major block that was not there and she was ahead by a substantial margin so I said well let's declare her uh, so I sit down at my laptop, and Dallas Voice calls election for Anise Parker. He said, don't you need to get your editor's approval? I said, screw her. <laughs> wow. I said, she's just going to ask me the questions I just asked you. He said, well, I have to go through an, through an editor. I said, okay, so I guess I beat you. <laughs> wow. Congratulations on a... <laughs> Good call, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Uh, yep. 10 years ago? It is, uh, like mm -hmm. 15. Yeah, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she's, she's done a lot of good for the organization. She really turned it around from kind of, I hate to say this out loud, but another pale, male, and stale political insiders Washington organization and made it a nationwide uh, effort to get people elected at every level of government and that was that's long been a complaint of mine of patty's and mine is that these big organizations that we give a lot of money to only concentrate on the marquee races they don't ever build a field they don't ever build uh from the ground up on these local elections that can really make an impact on people's lives and victory fund really did that not only with their campaign institute which they've had for a while um to train people how <coughs> excuse me to train people how to run as open and out successful candidates That's but under Anise they doubled the number of uh, they workshops did. they did they they've really expanded their fundraising and which has allowed them to expand their reach on the trainings uh, the other thing they've done is committed to impactful races at the local level like city council level races school board school board races um, and not just at starting at the state level so I I give Anise Parker major kudos and she's really set the organization up for success for the for whomever takes over from her so uh, they've doubled the number of candidates mm -hmm. that are endorsed and for the first time ever endorsed a presidential candidate uh -huh. and have kept up the percentage of wins yep yep um, you can endorse as many people as you like but if you're not winning well, and that's why I stressed successful when I said that earlier. They, they really do look at things like 
are you viable? Do you have a campaign strategy? Do you have fundraising strategy? What are your metrics? How, how many do you need to win? I mean, they, they get down, grind down into the nitty gritty of campaigning on top of supporting LGBTQ candidates. So it is, it is definitely a good organization. And as Anise often says, they only, in, they only endorse. They don't hold accountable during. She said that's what elections are for. They don't um, get into policy, and they don't get into partisanship. They only endorse. And but if they, if you get a Victory Fund endorsement, it means something. It means they have vetted you very thoroughly. When I got endorsed by Victory Fund during my city council race, they call friends. They call people I used to work with. They call, they they really do like they do a their homework. thorough background. Check and homework. I didn't get a call, did you, Laurent? Because oh. I didn't give him your name. Um, anyway. I'm a nobody. They don't care about <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> but to, to that end, you know, like I said, the, they've made history lately, and that's, that's, that's a big thing. I mean, they were the first to endorse Danica Patrick. They were the first to, first to endorse uh, Danica Rome, excuse me, uh, first to endorse uh, Pete Buttigieg. Mm -hmm. so, so they only endorse, they don't contribute money to organizations. Oh, no, they do do that. Okay, so yeah. how, how does that happen? Um, does the candidate need to contact them, or do they reach out to the candidate? For endorsement and PAC yeah. support? Yeah, and, and money. Um, it, it's a combination. I okay. mean, if they, you definitely can seek, but they definitely have their pulse, the pulse of the communities, and they do that through the through the board I'm on, the Victory Campaign Board, um, Victory Fund Campaign Board, which, you know, there's three or four or five in local areas, and we say, hey, this person's running, please take a look at them. Or that person can also apply to be endorsed. Um, so it's a mix. And one thing Victory Fund does is endorse only LGBT candidates. Yes, and uh, only out LGBTQ candidates. You have to be out. You have to run as an out candidate. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah. And they've been doing that for decades. Which has been a successful strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So the, the, that's the whole point is the visibility and representation. And if mm -hmm. you're in the closet, you're neither. You know, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's several local endorsed candidates that have been very helpful to our community. You know, the... Jessica, represent, State Representative Jessica Gonzalez, um, Julie State Johnson. Representative Julie Johnson, who's now running for Congress, uh, Councilman Chad West and Omar Narvaez have been endorsed previously. Um, Adam Madrano. I don't think Adam sought the endorsement. I don't know. I think he may have the last his last term. Um, I was endorsed and lost, but you know it was close race. So yeah, they they really look at those things. So. Mm -hmm. um, any idea who they're looking at for a replacement, or have you not even started looking? I don't know. I'm going to read the Dallas Voice and see, because evidently you do more than I did. <laughs> we have a big call coming up this week. I hope, I hope, I hope they talk more about it then, because that, that was kind of not cool to find out about it in the press. Um, but hopefully they'll get dig down deeper into it and let us know you know, why and what, and have Anise talk about her experience. And and one thing that I don't think most people know is Victory Fund was started right here in Dallas. It was one of those organizations, uh, William Wayburn. William Wayburn. Uh, moved to Washington. Yep. 
Yep. In order to run this organization that he was creating. Yep. And he still goes to all of the events up there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's uh, he's he started quite a few organizations in Dallas that went national. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he was part of the Black Tie Dinner. Black Tie Dinner and the the LGBTQ publishing community. You know, for newspapers mm-hmm. and magazines and yeah, we we owe William a lot. So. Well, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON, and um, one way to help the station stay on the air and help us remain on the air is to become a sustaining donor. Monthly donations can be done with a credit or debit card, as well as a checking or savings account. Call now and tell us you'd like to help with a sustaining monthly donation. Your donation would be the gift that that keeps giving all year, one month at a time. You can have it deducted at the first of the month or in the middle of the month, but the first draft would occur today. Uh, and then it would uh, be automatic on the first of the 15th. It's easy, it's automatic, and you select the amount that would come out of your account every month. A minimum draft of $5 is required. So $5 a month would be a $60 annual uh, donation. Gets you a KNON t-shirt. And that's the other reason that you'd have to call Can't Do It Online, because uh, the sustaining donations do have to be set up. Call me, 972-647-1893. Gladly get you set up on that. I still got these tickets to the Totally Tubular Festival. That's in July, uh, Tuesday, July 9th, um, at the Pavilion at Toyota Music Factory in Irving. Patty calls that, you know, that we have Starplex here, right? which is whatever brand it's, amphitheater it's, uh, now. No, it's the uh, Dos Echos. Yeah, it, Dos Echos. It changes yeah. a lot. Yeah. We still call it Starplex. Yeah. yeah. Patty calls that Toyota Pavilion Farplex. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same setup. It's the exact same setup with the amphitheater and the lawn seating and all yeah, that. Yeah. So it's a great venue. It is. It's nice. And you know the best thing about Farplex or Toyota Pavilion is you can ride the train there. Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay. train's only like three blocks away from it. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, you don't have to worry about expensive parking or drinking too much or getting heat stroke or whatever. You just ride the train and walk there and walk back. Yeah. You have some tickets. I do. You keep reminding me of that. I know. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm a little out of practice. Uh, comedian Michelle Wolf with her show, It's Great to Be Here, will be uh, at the House of Blues Thursday, May 16th. And for one pair of tickets, you get one pair of tickets for a $75 pledge, or for $115, you get that pair of tickets and a T-shirt. Um, tickets will be emailed, but Michelle Wolf is hysterical. Go go find some YouTube skits or some, you know, TikTok or whatever, but she's really funny. Um, if you need a good laugh, you know, right around the summertime, she's, it's a good show to catch. So give us a call if you'd like some tickets. Give us a call if you'd like to become a sustaining donor. Uh, go online to knon.org if you would like to just make a donation. Uh, one of the things that the station says is that the, uh, KNON is democracy in action. By making a donation, you're casting your vote as to whether or not our show stays on the air. Now, we did real well last week, but uh, we still have not hit our goal. So we need a couple of hundred dollars, and you can make a donation to eat away at 
part of that $200 by calling us at 972-647-1893 or going online to knon.org. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. Hello, I'm Christina from Nina Webbs, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. You are listening to Lambda Weekly. It is Pledge Drive here at KNON. Uh, you know, one of the reasons to pledge to Lambda Weekly or to KNON is KNON has supported the LGBT community for 40 years. Um, I, we haven't told this story in a while. The station manager at the time came to the officers of DGLA, uh, and we're, we're talking about uh, William Weyburn before the break. He was one of the people that they came to, offered for us to do a gay show and uh, a gay show <laughs> and they came back from the meeting and said after saying yes the reaction was kind of uh, okay what's that because we were one of the first and only LGBT shows on the air at the time mm -hmm. so who were the original hosts um, was it Bill or Terry? I think it was Bill. Bill, Bill Nelson. Nelson. Mm -hmm. uh, Buck Buckingham. Mm -hmm. um, 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 Bob Roberts. Okay. I don't know that name. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Interesting. We need to do a Kano in Lambda Weekly History then. Yeah. Just... Uh, I mean, we need to document some of this stuff, mm -hmm. you know. The Dallas Way is doing a really good job of documenting LGBTQ history in Dallas. But I don't know that KNON has any any entries into the... Doc, into the I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, we should do that. By we, I mean you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I think the last time they were on, we did talk about... I, th I think we did donate a few things to them. Yeah. It's, um, it's easy to forget that this is history when you're still yeah, doing it yeah mm -hmm. you know but it is i mean yeah. we, we passed our 40th anniversary mm -hmm. oh absolutely um so. but that is a reason for our lgbt community to support knon knon has supported the community for 40 years through thick and thin when we've made our pledge goals and when we haven't but i don't want to take anything for granted uh Give us a call, 972-647-1893, or go online to knon.org. Well, you no longer have the Totally Tubular Festival tickets, because I'm taking them. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> this looks like a great concert. It really does. Actually, I was thinking about taking them, but we're going to be out of the country then. Yeah, you can't go. Yeah, I can't go. Yeah, so. so. Where so are you going? Canada. 
So don't wait <laughs> for the Michelle. I was going to tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go see Michelle Wolf, who is legitimately hysterical, uh, we have a pair of tickets for a seventy-five dollar pledge, uh, oh, yeah. and she'll, it's okay. She'll be at House of Blues, um, and that's a great venue. It I is a great venue. I, I think it's kind of gotten lost in the sauce. People have got forgotten about it. Really, really cool venue. House yeah, of I've Blues. seen. I've seen a couple of. It's a really good smaller venue. It's about the size of the Kessler. If you've been there. It's kind of deceiving. It doesn't look that big from the outside. Yeah. Once you get in, yeah. it's pretty spacious. Yeah. Yeah. So, really cool. Uh, and funny, funny, funny. Super funny mm -hmm. woman. Joe, I have those tickets left. Give us a call at 972-647-1893. And again, they're $75 for those pair of tickets. And you get a t-shirt with it. Aaron. Yes. It is campaign season. It is. And. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that. Um, the ads and the speech that's going on is really deplorable. Yeah. Yeah, it, it got nasty quick. Um, and I don't know if that's just the, 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 I hate to throw out the word, but the zeitgeist now that that's the way we campaign because it worked. Or, but. What I've been seeing is you have the traditional Republicans and the Trump Republicans have to distinguish themselves. Yeah. And so one of them, his ad is, it ends with, they're coming for Trump. Next, they could be coming for you and for me. He's running for the legislature. Well, Trump is saying that, too. Yeah, Trump has been saying that forever. Yeah, they're, they're, so. they're coming for you, and I'm the only thing between me and them, whoever them is. So and they're, they're just using his line, and, yeah. and, and it's worked for him, so... Trump this week uh, said, I'll deport every illegal alien Biden let in. Yes, he did. And then today, yesterday... This he, is not normal campaign talk. It's Trump. If you thought it was bad before, it's going to be on steroids if he wins again. Because he's going to think... I mean, he barely won in 16. Barely, barely. Mm -hmm. Didn't win the popular vote at all, but won the electoral vote. Um, and acted like he had a mandate, was still kind of figuring things out, didn't really know how to govern. There were supposed to be adults in the room and all these safeguards in place because this is America after all. All of that's gone. Gone, gone, gone. gone. There are no stops now. And this is going to be a straight slide down the hill into the shit at the bottom. So um, it's just, it's just going to get nastier and nastier, I think. So... Um, Newt Gingrich on Biden, he said this week, uh, we can't have a commander-in-chief who doesn't know what he's doing. Talking about Biden. And Trump does? Yeah. Well, in this nasty report that cleared Biden of, of any illegal uh, activities and keeping his documents, he got very political and, and editorial in saying that they didn't think that a jury would convict a sweet old man who doesn't know what he's doing, you know, that he's doddering and forgetful and all of this. I'm like, Trump Trump confused Haley, Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. He can't remember the presidents of countries. He can't remember what state he's in when he's campaigning. I mean, but that's okay. But Biden, who documented long time ago suffers from a stutter and yes he's getting a little older and may speak a little slower at least he's saying correct words <laughs> <laughs> and trump is not trump is not saying the correct words trump is saying word salad um but it but it is it, it's, it's such a um such a double standard you know 
if, if you're going to use the ageism against one candidate, how can you not use it against another when they're literally three years apart? Well, and, and Patty and I have this conversation all the time. You cannot throw logic into this campaign. You can't. You absolutely cannot throw logic. And you cannot fight their rhetoric with sanity. It just does not work. You know, the best thing you can do the, the, and the most effective thing you can do to not only dismiss the, the, the hate speech and the, the harmful rhetoric and also diffuse the situation is be dismissive. You know, well, that's cute that you think that. You know, I'm sorry, what cereal box did you read that off of? Yeah, that doesn't work at all. It does work because it makes them irate. <laughs> and, and they quit talking about what they were talking about. But it makes them more resolved to go and vote. No. The people that are going to vote for Trump are going to vote for Trump. There's no resolve left anymore. There's no middle. There's no anything. Yeah, the, the, the issue is how, if, in order for him to win, he's going to have to pick up votes. He's going to have to pick up states um, that he didn't win last time. So the issue is... What new voters is he going to be able to pick up? That's the real issue. Well, Biden's losing some ground, too, and it's scaring the heck yeah, out of me. Yeah. I mean, he's losing some of the black vote. Yeah. He's losing some of the... Yeah, Laurent's not voting. Some of the... Well, he, he's losing the enthusiasm of the black vote. Let me put it that way. And he's losing some of the, some of the youth vote because of the uh, situation in Israel and Palestine and I don't want to really get into that situation but you know there's people on both sides of that argument and it's splitting the youth vote so I just I, I really think that Biden needs to start campaigning I haven't really seen him campaigning yet I've seen him being president which is great you know in, in, in previous years would have been mm -hmm. the best campaign thing you could do is go be president well a second term president doesn't normally do the same kind of campaign as somebody who's he needs to he needs Not to this office. time. He absolutely needs to this time because Trump is running as an incumbent. Well, when he's being president and it's getting on the news and, and, and it's a, not campaign stop, but a, uh, a but presidential he's not, he's not putting himself out there that much. And I don't know why. I don't know if, um, I don't know Because he's why. old. Well, like, that's part of it. But Trump's old, too, uh, and he's getting out there. But Trump has nothing else to do. Well, aside except, from, except for being in court. Except for being in court, <laughs> yeah, is exactly um, what I was about to say. I, I just, I, I really wish Biden would take, one, take credit for his successes. Yeah. And there, he has representatives and spokespeople taking credit for, the, for, the, um, for their successes, but it's not him doing it. Two, he needs to be out and be seen. Um, and that's just, that's really not his style. He likes to hang back and and do things. But if and three, I think he needs to campaign as if it's a first term. I think he needs to get out there and stomp um, because Trump's doing it. And he never was much of a campaigner. So what are you saying, David? That he should just keep doing what he's doing and lose no, and we'll have Trump again? No, I'm agreeing with you that he <laughs> needs to do that. Uh, what you can't say is, I wish he'd get out and campaign like he did in the last election. In the last election, we were in the middle of the pandemic. And he still got out there, though. I mean, he got out there. Uh, he got out there in South Carolina. He got out there, and not not as you're right, not as much as a traditional candidate would. But 
and when he was running for uh, Senate all the time. Senate, he was running. Thing. Well, he was running from a small state. Yeah, Delaware and Senate, and he had that and all that. But for president, he worked his butt off to become president last time, and he needs to have that same enthusiasm, enthusiasm and vigor and attention to the campaign, and not just running the country. Um, I think the, I think he'll pick it up by summer. I don't know if that'll be too late, but by then. We will have a better idea. Well, he's got the nomination. Well, he's got the nomination, yeah. yeah, but we'll have a better idea where, hopefully, where we stand with Trump in terms on he's, go, he's going to be on the ballot. We can get into that in a second. Yeah. But not only will he be on the ballot, but where he will be legally with all these cases. Hopefully, we'll have a better idea with that when it comes to summer. Um, yeah, and Jack Smith is not having any of what's happening in Florida Right. Um, that, uh, what's her name? The the judge, the Trump judge. Oh, I can't think of her name. What are you talking about? Cannon. Cannon. Yeah, she 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 did a boo boo, and um, wants to release, wants to wants to honor the request to release the names of people that testified in that case. Well, it's a classified documents case. People, there's going to be classified information, classified names, and. Literally, Trump is putting people's lives in danger mm -hmm. by asking for their information. And she was about to grant it, and Jack Smith just, like, you know, blew his head and asked for an emergency injunction against it all and is going to ask to have her removed as, as uh, judge in the case because she's incompetent. Yeah. If she was even willing to entertain that, he's claiming that she's incompetent. And he has had multiple chances and reasons to do that previously, and this is the first one that he's actually felt compelled to act upon. So... Hmm. Um, yeah, she needs to be off that case, and that case needs to move forward. It's really the, it, I mean, there's pictures, for God's sakes. It's really the most clear-cut case against Trump that we have. There is no ambiguity there. He has classified documents he should not have in his bathroom. Case closed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're done. In a bathroom that was semi-public. Yeah. It wasn't what? just that he was storing them in a locked room that, oh, that used to be a bathroom. Right, right. Well, you know. Well, not only that, when they asked for the documents, he wouldn't willingly give them over. And that's the big thing. That was the big thing. You know, and they're trying to draw parallels to the case we were just talking about with Biden. You know, well, Biden did it, too. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big difference. <laughs> Very big difference. Biden um, willingly, you know, according to the report, they said that he did purposely keep them, but he also willingly turned them over he let them come and, and, yeah. uh, and search his house yeah. uh, when, when they asked. Very big difference. So, it, I mean, I think, I think people that are going to vote for Trump are going to vote for Trump no matter what. Right. No matter what. No matter what. Absolutely. Um, they will twist their morality and former beliefs that they would fight to the death for into pretzels to do it, but they will do it. To me, the real fight is whether or not we can turn out for Biden. So, and if those, and if those people outnumber the people voting for Trump. Because I think there's going to be apathy on both sides. I think there are enough Republicans that just can't stomach Trump. And, and I just want to say, when you say we... Me. You're, you're talking, about, talking you about me. Personally. Me personally. Because KNON does not endorse. Me personally and all my Democratic friends. <laughs> so, and clubs that we talked about earlier. <laughs> And I can't think of a good segue. <laughs>
I, I, how about I you had, just call us? I, I, I had one, and yeah. uh, we, we kept talking. <laughs> It's, it's, it's still Pledge Drive, people. Call us. It is Pledge Drive, yes. 972-647-1893. Come get these tickets to Michelle Wolf, who I hear is really funny. She's going to be playing at the House of Blues. Uh, one pair of tickets is uh, $75. Can't uh, beat that. Yeah, and I know there's a lot going on today. There's the Mardi Gras Parade in No Cliff, and people are getting ready for the Super Bowl, and they're running to yes. Tom Thumb trying to buy wings, and they're doing all the things that they should have done all week. Um, it was Lunar New Year yesterday, and I'm a dragon, so it's my year. I'm very excited about that. More importantly, it's, it's a wood dragon, um, which each of, the, each of the signs have like earth, wind, wood, fire. Uh, and so this is the first time it's repeated in 60 years, which tells you how old I am. But um, it's, it's supposed to be like a very strong and powerful year for empowerment and change and growth. And that's not necessarily good or bad, but it's supposed to be a big year for me. So happy, happy Lunar New Year yep. to those who celebrate. Happy 60th. Not yet. But yeah. Close. You're getting old. I'm, I am getting old. We are all. We all are. <laughs> that's that's kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sixty wasn't bad. Seventy, I can tell you, is. You having trouble with it, uh, David? I'm having a lot of trouble with it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do we need to have a geriatric show? <laughs> uh, we've had. We've had several of them. <laughs> So, so in between all of your goings on today, take a moment, call us at KNON Lambda Weekly 972-647-1893 and make sure that the radio you listen to while you're running your errands or listening to us on the couch getting ready. Um, I, I was going to say set aside a little bit of your social security payment. See, you could put us in your estate plan if you'd like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so aside from your Social Security plan and calling us and going online, you can also pay us with the new, what, the, what I say the children like, they like to use these days, with Cash App. Cash App. Uh, you can go to uh, dollar sign KNON Radio. That's dollar sign KNON Radio, all caps, no space in between KNON and radio. Um, it's, it's pretty easy. I've used Cash App, I think, once or twice. Yeah, Cash, uh, Cash App. I'm surprised you guys don't do the other things, too. You know, the, the Venmo. Uh, the Venmo, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, Cash App's pretty cool, though. Cash App's pretty easy once you get it set up. And you, if you donate through Cash App, it's not eligible for a premium, but we still need, we still appreciate, we still need those uh, donations. So, dollar and you sign, need a push button radio. phone to use Cash App. What? You need a push-button phone to use Cash App. No, you don't. My cell phone is rotary dial. Oh, my God. David. Do Such we, a thing does not exist. Do I need to exist. get your nurse's aid up here to give you your medicine? My God. 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or go to uh, the web, knon.org, and hit the Pledge Now button. Um, if you're, if you'd like to um, specify one of the shows on KNON now as opposed to KNON FM, it's the same KNON uh, donation spot, KNON.org. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on eighty nine point three KNON FM in our fortieth year.
We'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. And we're back. Hi. Hi. Our guest is Aaron Moore. And we're talking a little bit of politics today. Yeah, and Patty's not here, but she wanted to make sure to wish Senator Tammy Baldwin a happy birthday today. So, One of our regular listeners. Is she? No. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise not, not me. Not that I've heard. Well, she was in town a few months ago. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, for a fundraiser, um, not only for her, but to help shore up some of the local candidates. and. Yeah, she and Patty bonded, so it wouldn't surprise me a bit if she wasn't a local list or a regular listener to the show. <laughs> so. She's another history maker. Yeah, yeah, she is. First, uh, First ever openly lesbian senator. senator. Yep, yep. That's big. Longtime mm -hmm. Tammy Baldwin fan mm -hmm. since she was in State I met House. her when she was first running for uh, uh, the House of Representatives. I have... I was at... Wisconsin's black tie dinner. Why? Uh, it was a fam trip. Okay. It was a what trip? Fam. Familiarization trip. What does that mean? They invite reporters and writers on different trips to get to know... Because you're not cool enough to areas. say fam in the way I'm used to hearing it. So. I was going to say, it's a really different context there. Yeah, that's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> so. Yep. Okay. Interesting. It is interesting. But she was sitting at the next table. She was very nice. Yeah, she's she's super super down to earth. Um, yeah, and has long been a, a role model for me when in the during the 2004 uh, Democratic National Convention, Patty was a delegate, and um, we got. I went to, it was in Boston, and I went to meet her for the weekend to hang out with politicos and go to things. And there was a LGBTQ caucus, which at the time in 2004 was much smaller than it is now, uh, event in conjunction with the National Stonewall uh, event, which I was on the board of that too. Anyway, it was on a, like a riverboat kind of cruise thing and they had to wand us to get onto the boat and it was a magic fairy wand and all this um it was a great event and barney frank and tammy Baldwin were there so i had them both sign my obama shirt when i saw them four years later um and said and reminded them of the cruise we took in 2004 so they're just very down to earth and really accessible uh politicians and should serve as the right reason to run for office is not you know you change the world in your in your area the way you can with what you know and then you help others come along behind you so you, you mean the reason to run for office isn't to put money in your own pocket it's really not or it shouldn't be huh it, well you know you say that it probably is a prime motivator for some people but I think that's not the right reason. Yeah, I think certain people who are running for office that we've been talking about in this show, it's their main reason for running. They see it as a business enterprise. Uh -huh, Actually, course. I think he's seeing it more as a I'm not going to prison enterprise because if he's president, he can't be in prison. No, that's actually I was true. about to say are you, that that's up for debate. That is up for debate. Yeah. He can't be prosecuted if he's president. Also up for debate. That, that's, all, that's also up for debate. I want to hit some statement that, <laughs> man, we're testing the limits of our Constitution. I mean, we, we really are. <laughs> yeah, so. no, we, we really when are. When Clinton was in office, didn't they decide 
he was being sued and that that had to wait until after he was out of office? Yeah, because it could interfere with the, him being president. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but I'm with so LeBron. there was precedent. But I think that was a civil suit. It was a civil yeah, suit, it was yeah, it's still but, the but, only precedent we have. And there's a lot but of... But I think it's different when it, at least the arguments now, we're talking about criminal charges. There's a lot of precedent. Precedent. I have to be careful with my... I have to enunciate very carefully. There's a lot of precedent for people running for office from jail. But I don't know that there's a lot of precedent for a president to be president in jail. <laughs> so we'll have to see what that one, how that turns out. Well, speaking of prison, a Houston woman has been sentenced to three years in prison for threatening uh, Judge Cannon that we were talking about before the break. Um, she's overseeing the criminal case against Trump for hand mishandling uh, classified documents. She left three threatening voicemails on the chamber's telephone for the judge. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Y you can't okay. do that. No, that's bad. Even if it's a, even if it's against somebody that we or they don't like or disagree with, you, right. you can't do that. So, um, it also, it's still illegal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Still illegal. Yeah. I want you to know the FBI is taking threats very very seriously. My synagogue got one, and uh, it was just an email threat. And Still a threat. They were able to trace who it came from, and the person was arrested. Good. Good. We live in those times, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and several judges in these Trump cases and even uh, lawyers have been what's called swatted, where they call SWAT and lie that there's an emergency happening, you know, an abduction or um, shooting or something, and then SWAT descends, and they still got to do it. They got to take them seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an illegal act to do that, but they're still doing it. So it's a form of, it's a form of harassment. I mean, not only do they know these people's home addresses and places of work, which is scary enough, and, and politicos lower down, you know, from president don't get, well, heck, even senators don't get... Uh, protection, you know, bodyguards, and mm -hmm. um, so there's there's well, a we've had police protection. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a real physical threat out there. It's 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 become unhinged, and I don't know. I I mean, I very much know that this has always been an underlying current in our society, but there have been enough sane people to hold it back, and now there's not. Now the people that would have held it back are running for office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so it's it's. It's dangerous out there for everybody. It really is. Even just a disagreement can turn lethal. Right, right. A, a slight disagreement. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is what th this is what motivated the person who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband. He was going after Nancy Pelosi. Right. She, she wasn't there, um, but it was all because he just didn't like her. He disagreed with her. Yeah. It was like, are, are you serious? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, there was quite a bit of hate thrown I mean, at her by right. someone too, by president that we shall rename nameless. Um, you know, but but you know the words words have consequences when you can direct a mob at a person and that's what he's been doing is and he does it for the thrill of the rush that he gets, not even caring or thinking about the consequences that it has on the back end. You Here, know? Here's one that he did this week. 
he was uh, taunting Nikki Haley. Where's your husband? Oh, you're all alone. Yeah. So uh, well, husband one is active duty and serving. And deployed. And deployed. But two, that's announcing to his supporters that she's alone <laughs> and vulnerable. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, go get her now, essentially, is what he's saying. So. But it also uh, sends a terrible message to everyone who's serving. Yeah. Yeah. That it's you're saying that you've abandoned your wife, if, you know, or husband. So, If yeah. you're deployed. He's just, he's a reprehensible human being. He really is. And he's been giving a platform that he shouldn't have gotten. And he's got supporters that will fall on their own swords for him, which is as close to totalitarianism as we've ever been, I think, since the original Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Well, let me give you another one. Uh, Trump says he told NATO allies he'd urge Russian aggression. Uh, he said he'd warn allies as president to pay their share uh, of NATO dues, or he'd tell Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, that was yesterday. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... That's straight up, pay your dues or we're coming after you. You know, and how can he tell Russia anything, for one thing? But, I mean, Russia probably laughs at him um, about what a tool he is. Um, but, yeah, just to say that, you know, if you're not paying your, your U.N. dues, we're going to come get you. NATO. NATO, excuse me. Yeah. Well, it's breaking a treaty that's been in existence for 70 years. Again, reprehensible human being. I mean, I th and, you know, if we're going to start spreading rumors about things, let's just go ahead and confirm that he has syphilis and can't, is not responsible and declare him ineligible to run for president. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to start that rumor. Actually, it, it's, it's, it's probably more than a rumor. It's more than a rumor. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen two different articles, and what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, Famous uh, political Democrat and his wife is Republican. Uh, Patty Fink. No. <laughs> James Carville. Well, thank you, James Carville. First yes. of all, Patty's not married to a man. Anyway. Um, or a Republican. Or a Republican. <laughs> anyway, he was going on just, you know, the proof, according to him, that confirms that, yeah, the Trump has syphilis. And... I mean, I want to, before we actually swear him in, if he wins, God forbid, I want to see an independent doctor's report that he's physically capable but, but, of serving. But, but like you were saying, which I've been saying forever, and I agree with you 100%, Pat, I mean, Aaron, even if it's confirmed that he has syphilis and he's suffering from the repercussions of un untreated syphilis, that's, that, that's still not going to sway other, his reporters. Oh, no, it won't. It, it, that, that makes too much sense. How low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is presidential limbo here. So uh, they, they, they will literally hunch their shoulders and like, Anne, we all have syphilis. Well, and, yeah, right, right. What's the big deal? So what? It just proves that ladies like him. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, exactly. But it, it, reasonable thinking... Democrats and Republicans have to go so far to defend themselves against the conspiracy theories and the, the out and out made up 
lies and attacks that we're not able to actually progress. And it's really, it, it's really translating over into Congress as well. I mean, they had a bipartisan infrastructure, they had a bipartisan bill. Immigration bill. Immigration bill that had funding in it for Ukraine and um, Israel. That included what they asked for. What they asked what for. What the Republicans what asked, they asked for. for. Yes. That got torpedoed because Trump said he didn't want it because it would give Biden a win. Right. You don't get more crass and political than that. You really don't. Why are you there if you're not willing to do your job? Why are right. you there? And you're win. listening to somebody who's not even in office. Correct. He's there to win. Who's there to win? Trump. Now, I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about the people that got elected to do a job in Congress. Right. I mean, they're, okay, one thing to be the do-nothing party, the obstructionist party, the no party, whatever you want to call them. But to do something that you all agreed you would do and then mm -hmm. scuttle it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's insanity defined right there. Well, on the other hand, they tried to uh, impeach Secretary Mayorkas this week. Yeah. Because they didn't like the, what he was doing on immigration. And it failed because four Republicans voted against it. But one of them said it was a procedural matter. So they can try this again. And they probably will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're just trying to get somebody other than Trump impeached. Exactly. But, yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, I don't know. I, it's It's... People are all aghast and shocked and, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. You know, what's happened to the United States? And I'm right there with them, too. This is not what we're supposed to be. But this is not the first time in our history that things like this have happened. You know, the, there's, there's lots of historical precedent for these sorts of actions. And we've always come through because there were enough people on the right side of history to correct it. And I'm not convinced that that's the case this time. Yeah. We've definitely been through our challenges, but I think we we are in a moment of first. Yeah. We are in a lot of first yeah. right now. I and mean, we, the country doesn't know what to do. We have the first time that a president has been, a former president has been tried to remove from a ballot. And now the Supreme Court is having to deal with that. That's a first. Yeah. Uh, it will be a first time when the Supreme Court has to listen to a case is, uh, does it, President or former president have immunity. A former president has been tried to remove from a ballot, and now the Supreme Court is having to deal with that. That's a first. Yeah. Uh, it will be a first time when the Supreme Court has to listen to a case. Is uh, does a president or former president have immunity? Yeah. That's a first. We are absolutely in first, and we don't know what to do with it. Well, and, and it was always my contention that the last time he won, it was a deal with the devil that no matter who the Republican nominee was, they would support him so they could get the Supreme Court stacked. Well, they've got that now. They got it. They got that and then some. And they've gotten, you know... And both. Trump hasn't forgotten about it. He brings it up all the time. And, well, he thinks he owns them, but yeah. that's, that's, that's not the point I'm making right now. Right now, the point I'm making is they got what they wanted out of that, which was Roe v. Wade overturned with the Dobbs decision, which is, you know, putting women under the uh, state's thumbs, which is to decide... Um, any sort of Second Amendment cases in the favor of the gun rights lobbies, you know, the, the, the long-standing Republican agenda. I don't know that they're going to support him again. I mean, they almost have to because he's the Republican nominee, but I don't think it's going to be 
as financially robust, as full-throated support as it was last time. They've got their win. They've got the Supreme Court. What more could he give them besides heartache, trouble, and disruption that, that they don't have already? Good points, but I think you're making too much sense. Uh, I'm <laughs> contradicting my own advice, aren't I? Yeah, we're just about out of time, but I, we, we had mentioned Nikki Haley. I just want to get your take on her staying in the race. I think she should, absolutely. I do, too. Absolutely. I, I want her to Bernie Sanders him. Stay in Stay as long in. as she can. Yeah. She's on the ballot on all these states. Why not? Because, and here's why, even though she, she likely will not win, if she gets enough delegates to throw any kind of chaos into the Republican convention, I want her to do that. And it also distracts him from causing more national chaos towards Biden. Okay. Uh, it is Pledge Drive here at KNN. It is Pledge Drive. Give us a call at 972-647-1893. We'll be here in the studio for a few more minutes. Or go online to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. And you can also cash up, dollar sign, KNON Radio. All caps, no spaces. So for all of us here at Lambda Weekly, have a good Super Bowl Sunday. We didn't talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yay. I can't wait. Got, got no game in that hunt, or no dog in that hunt. <laughs> it's going to be fun, though. Yeah. We'll see you next week.